Welcome to Second Opinion, a podcast from Englewood Health, focused on your health and wellness. I'm Jennifer Graff. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I helped to create the Graff Center for Integrative Medicine at Englewood Health. I'm a Reiki master, yoga teacher. I'm a mom. I'm a daughter. So I'm no stranger to stress, and I used to be in advertising uh, and we had crazy deadlines, and that's when I first got into Reiki. That was about 25 years ago. And I learned the universal Reiki hand position. So if you want to put one hand on your belly and one hand on your chest, you can feel an automatic sense of calm. And when we are calm, we're breathing from our bellies so that our bellies gently rise and fall. And when we're stressed, we breathe, we chest breathe. So it's that fight or flight mechanism, running from the tiger. (sighs) Our chest goes up and down, up and down. So when we initiate belly breathing, long inhales and exhales, allowing the belly to be soft, allowing the belly to rise on the inhale and fall on the exhale, we trigger something called the vagus nerve which begins in our abdomen and goes straight to our brain and tells our brain that we're relaxing. So just by taking deep belly breaths, we can balance our nervous system. And it's automatic. So this is a good trick that you can take into your day. And we all work in a stressful environment. So that's why self-care is so important. We can't care for other people until we learn how to care for ourselves. If we don't care for ourselves, it can lead to to burnout, dissatisfaction, grumpiness. Over time, stress can lead to all disease, which is inflammatory. So practicing self-care techniques decreases inflammation in the body. That's why practicing self-care techniques, like the ones I'm going to be teaching you in a few moments, can uh, not only make you feel better, mentally, but physically, by decreasing inflammation in the body. So I just basically told you what stress is. It's the fight or flight uh, phenomenon. Hormonal cascade of adrenaline and cortisol course through the body when we're stressed. When we're relaxed, our heart rate goes down, our blood pressure goes down, and we have a cascade of good feeling hormones that course through the blood system. So just by belly breathing, we can balance the nervous system because we can't be stressed and relaxed at the same time. So our breath is the key to all stress reduction techniques. And we always have that with us because we always have our breath with us. So no matter where you are, you can practice deep belly breathing. So stress is an important response for survival. We have it for a reason. If we need to jump out of the way of a car, you know, we need that knee-jerk kind of reaction. But in normal everyday life, we don't need to respond to everything as if it's a life-threatening circumstance. Prolonged stress has been linked to heart disease, diabetes, cancer, chronic pain, infections, anxiety and depression, and post-traumatic stress disorder. So 
Awareness is key. Sometimes we're stressed and we don't even know that we're stressed. And that's why meditation and yoga and breath work and guided imagery are so important because it tunes our awareness into our own feelings, our own reactions, and we can make adjustments from there. When we practice breath work, when we practice yoga, we are fine-tuning our mindfulness skills. We're bringing ourselves back to the present moment. And present moment awareness is a transformational experience of life itself. When we're in the moment, if there are no stressors, we can experience pure bliss. When we're in the past, we may ruminate about things that went wrong. When we are in the future, we may worry about what might happen. When we're in the present moment, we are just experiencing what is. It's pure presence, pure consciousness. And that's where health and restoration of our immune system happens. So every time we sit to meditate, we're not wasting time. We're actually improving every aspect of our mind and body. So let's take a moment to do a short mindfulness mantra meditation. So placing your hand once again on your belly and bringing your shoulder blades up to your ears, back, and just dropping them down. I'm just going to take you through a short mindfulness exercise. Gently allow your eyes to close, breathing in through the nostrils and breathing out through pursed lips just to empty the belly of all its air like you're emptying a tire. And then the belly pops up as you breathe in. I'm doing this again, in through the nostrils. And out through pursed lips, just emptying the belly of all its air. And then when you breathe in, the belly pops up again. So this gives you a sense of how the belly needs to be moving. And at first, it might seem like a struggle to get the belly to move. If you've been sucking it in your whole life, like I have trying to be skinny, it's going to take a few efforts. But practice makes perfect, or practice makes progress. So just practice. This is a practice of mindfulness. There's no perfection. So allowing the belly to be soft and try not to effort now. Just breathing in through the nostrils and out through the nostrils. Nostril breathing is cooling, relaxing to the nervous system and slowing down the breath. Feeling the belly rise on the inhale and fall on the exhale and feeling the body sink into the chair allowing the muscles to become loose and slack. Noticing if there's any tension anywhere in the body. And on the exhale, just allow it to melt away, just for now. Breathing in and breathing out. Finding comfort in this gentle rocking of the breath. And this is the breath we might notice on a baby when he or she is sleeping. The belly just gently rises and falls. And on the inhale, you can say to yourself the word breathe. 
And on the exhale, you can say to yourself the word peace. Breathe peace. This becomes our mantra or our anchor or our focus so that when thoughts come, and they will come because that's the nature of being human, we just allow these thoughts to come and we let them pass like clouds. Just letting them go for now and returning our attention to our breath, to the gentle rise and fall of the belly as we say, breathe, peace. Breathe, peace. So it's this constant interplay of letting thoughts come and letting them go, just watching them pass like clouds and always returning our attention to the gentle rise and fall of the belly as we say, breathe, peace. So I'll let you breathe peace for just a minute and I'll get you on the other side. beginning to feel yourself in the seat of the chair that you're sitting in with eyes still closed, feeling the air on your skin, noticing its temperature. You may wiggle your fingers and toes a bit. Take a gentle stretch overhead. And whenever you're ready, you may gently open your eyes. And so now notice if you feel more relaxed. Notice if your body feels less tense. And I would practice this every day for about five minutes at a particular time that you know you can set aside five minutes. There are so many mind-body techniques, but I'm also going to teach you guided imagery. Guided imagery is a deliberate kind of daydreaming. It's a way for the unconscious mind to communicate and inspire to the conscious mind. And it's not just visual. It's called guided imagery, but it's not just visual. We use all of the senses to imagine a special, safe place. And studies have shown that guided imagery can affect the immune system and improve function in cancer and HIV and other diseases. And how this works is guided imagery is connected with the hypothalamus, which is the switchboard to the autonomic nervous system and the endocrine and immune systems. So imagery has been used to treat high blood pressure, speed wound healing, reduce pain, lower blood sugar, 
enhance immunity, and many other conditions. It has the power to change our experience of life because it actually changes the brain. It's identical to actually seeing or hearing or smelling an object because the brain doesn't know the difference between what we imagine and what we actually see. If you can imagine yourself in a scary movie, what happens? Our blood pressure goes up, heart rate goes up, our palms get sweaty. Or what happens when we see a love story? All these good feeling hormones start to get released and we feel good inside. The same thing goes for guided imagery. Whatever we suggest to ourselves that we are seeing and hearing and feeling is what our brain believes. And we can change our mind and body on a very physical and very real level. So safe place guided imagery allows us to balance our stress response and gives us a place to go when we're feeling stressed or unsafe, or overwhelmed. And I can imagine right now in this world that we're living in, we're all feeling overwhelmed. So this creates a reservoir of peace to draw from. So sit in your chair comfortably. If you can, place your feet on the floor, feeling all four corners of your feet just grounded, feeling your sits bones in the chair can imagine your head is being gently pulled up towards the sky. So the back of the neck is straight, spine is straight, bringing your shoulders up to your ears, back and down again, gently allowing your eyes to close, breathing deeply, allowing the belly once again to rise on the inhale and fall on the exhale, allowing the belly to be soft, and using your imagination, I'd like you to imagine a place in nature or a vacation spot you may have been to or a beautiful place you may have seen in a magazine. It can be real, it can be a place of fantasy. It doesn't matter as long as this place makes you feel comfortable. And I'd like you with your mind's eye to look around you. What do you see? Notice all the vistas, the colors the objects near and far, any sounds that are soothing and relaxing. What might you smell? Any fragrances that deepens your sense of peace and relaxation. Notice how you feel in this place. Notice what you're wearing. You can dress yourself any way you like. This is your special place to feel safe, comfortable, and relaxed. You may bring anything into this place that will make you feel even more relaxed. If you'd like to be alone, that's fine. And if you'd like to bring someone into this place, that is also fine. Again, this is your special place. So taking it in with all of your senses, Breathing in deeply, enjoy the feelings of relaxation and know that you can come back anytime you wish to relax and rejuvenate. But for now, feeling yourself in the chair that you're sitting in, eyes still closed. Imagine that you're in the room you're sitting in, feeling 
the air on your skin, noticing its temperature. You may wiggle your fingers and toes a bit, take a gentle stretch overhead, and whenever you're ready, you may gently open your eyes. So I encourage you to practice breathe peace and or the guided imagery for at least five minutes a day. We run around taking care of everyone else, nurses, caregivers, parents, mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers. We need to take time to care for ourselves. Self-care is primary care, and we can afford to give ourselves just five minutes a day, can't we? So thanks again for joining us at the Max Shaw Caregiver Program. This program was established in 2011 and named in honor of the late Maxwell Shaw. The Max Shaw Caregiver Program provides nurses and other caregivers at Englewood Health support and access to ongoing education that focuses on self-care, communication strategies, and stress management techniques. The impact of this program is twofold. Caregivers benefit from the insight on how to reflect on their day-to-day -day experience, and in turn, they're more equipped to deliver an enhanced patient experience and strengthen their role as healers. And I've been leading Max Shaw programs for about six years now, and I've had nothing but wonderful experiences with the nurses on teaching them stress management techniques. So those were just a couple of mind-body techniques that we went over today that I hope you put into your daily self-care practice. And if you'd like to explore more self-care practices, please come visit us at the Graf Center for Integrative Medicine at Englewood Health. You can discover acupuncture, massage, Reiki, holistic nutritional counseling, yoga, meditation, or visit our medical director for integrative medicine. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Englewood Health's Second Opinion. For more episodes, visit englewoodhealth.org slash podcast.